following podcast is brought to you by Robots vs. Dinosaurs. Disclaimer, this podcast is about to spoil several movies from 6 to 20 years old. Lou, read off the list. Today, Robots vs. Dinosaurs will be spoiling for you, the listener. Lovecraft Country, The Good Place, Dread, Jurassic Park, Rick and Morty, Back to the Future, Stranger Things, Deadpool 2, The Avengers, Avengers, Infinity War, Avengers, Endgame, Thor, The Dark World, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., WandaVision, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and Schoolhouse Rock. Episodes brought to you by White Claw. White Claw. White Claw. I'll I'll get you gadgets. I'll get you Inspector Gadget. I'll get you drunk. <laughs> Hello and we're <laughs> off to a great start. Hello and welcome to Robots versus Dinosaurs, the podcast where we talk about we talk about something. Hang on. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to get this. Hello and welcome to Robots versus Dinosaurs, the podcast where we watch a movie or a TV show every week and then try to figure out which one is cooler, robots, dinosaurs, or time variants. Hmm, that's a solid question right there. <laughs> I am your host, Luigi, and with me as always is my co-host, a new co-host every week, unless we are talking about Loki, in which case I have my Loki expert, my returning co-host, my favorite MCU enthusiast, Ryan T. Lawler. Welcome, Ryan. Hello, and I am glad to be back. And I'm glad to have you here. Ryan, what episode of Loki are we talking about today? Today, we're, we're scooting right along to Loki Episode 2, The Variant. That's right, The Variant. This is also directed by Kate Heron, who directed the pilot last week. Uh, the same, same showrunner, Michael Waldron, uh, slash writer. And uh, this episode has a new star in it, Sophia DiMartino who plays the variant, who we are definitely going to talk a lot about. I have a lot of a lot of questions about this variant and a lot of things mm-hmm. to say about it, and I'm sure you do yeah. too. Yeah. Um, another notable star that uh, we should talk about is Sasha Lane, um, who played Agent C-20. And she was that agent that, that got uh, abducted by, by Loki, or the variant, I guess, during the, mm-hmm. the Renaissance yeah. Fair in the 1985 <laughs> uh, timeline. So... Um, yeah, so listeners, uh, I'm glad that you're joining us again. Ryan, why don't you kick us off and tell us how this episode starts? Well, the cool thing is, uh, this episode starts right off with a nice little, uh, variant trying to trick the, uh, Minutemen into coming down so they can, uh, you know, she can, uh, steal their reset device again, of course, as usual. So we start in 1985, um, Renaissance Fair, of course, kind of tricks you into thinking it might be older times than it is, but it turns out it's just 1985, which is that maybe a reference to Back to the Future? I don't know. I'd like to think so because I love Back to the Future. 
So, that is a good call out. Yeah, I do. Um, the, the, just the fact that it's the year 1985 is automatic. Yeah. I think automatically a reference to Back to the Future. You, you just you can't say 1985 in a time traveling mm-hmm. anything and not expect somebody to think you're, you're at least referencing Back to the Future. That year has become famous for that. I mean, if you ask me, maybe it's that- just me. No, it's not just you, because I agree with you 100%, especially because in that scene, there's nothing specific. There's no specific incident or historical event that happened in 85. They could have picked 84, 86, 83. They could have picked any of nine years and called it the 1980s, but they specifically said 1985. I also really liked the fake out that they did where it just starts out and you see, you know, horse stables and people walking around with (laughs) corsets and, and, you know, like medieval, medieval attire. Um, And then I I was looking very carefully at it and I did start to notice eventually some people in like more modern clothes, like, and things like that, but they, they do wait a moment before they display the 1985 and tell you like, um, this is not uh, medieval times. This is a run fair. And I feel like that woman who yelled at them, like, hey, you're not dressed up, did that, like, was like Catherine Hahn. I swear it looked looked just like her. You got to go, uh, it's not, it's not her. It's I definitely mean, not, no. Yeah, no, it's not. But I'm just saying, like, go back and, like, the vibe and look of her is very similar. Okay. But, um, I wonder, yeah. I'm, look, I'm yeah, just looking but, on the IMDb page to yeah, see check if she's, out, like, top build for the episode. And she's not, so... Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure who that was, but, um, yeah, I but a very funny moment. Yeah, it just had a vibe, and their hair was similar, and just immediately that's what I thought of. But mm-hmm. um, so then uh, we move along. The uh, um, the Minutemen move into the uh, tent where they clearly perform some kind of probably medieval show or something. And, uh, you know, the lights go off, the music comes on, and we get a nice little tune by Bonnie Tyler. Uh-huh. Which is holding out for a hero. Yes, great, great song, love it, and uh, it it always brings me back to uh, the movie Short Circuit Two, which is one of my <laughs> favorites of all time. <laughs> you know, and we got Short Circuit. You know, or Johnny Five riding up on the on the he's riding up on the on the crane. He's like Oscar, I'll get you, or something of that nature, and it's great. I love it, but. Um, so then, uh, where are we at here? Um, the Loki variant uh, takes over the Hunter. Was it Hunter, Hunter C20? Hunter C20. After they all go in the, you know, they obviously all go in the tent. The music comes on and she kind of pops out, possesses her, which I think, is this the first time we see that she has the power to actually like pass herself on to somebody else? The, well, haven't we've seen we've seen Loki do this before in in several movies where you know he just touches somebody and and kind of takes puts, like he did puts, to Clint yeah, Barton and he did over. to uh, Doctor Selvig. Oh yeah, I guess yeah. Is it the same though? Is it like I almost felt like he was taking over there, like it was his soul taking them over. Maybe it did. It did seem like it was only like they could only do one at a time, which is weird right. because in the Avengers, uh, he did take over Clint Barton and Doctor Selvig at the same. Like th- there was a point where they were right. both sort of working together to get the Tesseract out of the Avengers base, 
Yeah. And they were both, they both had the weird eyes and they were both, you know, clearly under, under the spell. Right. Well, either way, she then uses the uh, hunter to then beat the shit out of the, uh, a bunch of other Minutemen there. And Mm -hmm. then, uh, and then uses the old Loki knives to stab one of them, which is pretty, pretty, uh, you know, pretty crazy. Good to see that. And then, which, then we see at the end after she, you know, takes over these uh, these Minutemen, she actually takes hostage Hunter C twenty, drags mm-hmm. her into the portal, and they they go on to move along to their next destination, and then so do we to our next scene. It's which still, uh, it's, <laughs> it's still not after watching the whole episode, it's still not a hundred percent clear to me why she took C20 hostage. Like I didn't really get what the purpose of that was, and I don't know if it's gonna pay off later. Or did I, I didn't miss something? Totally either. I kind of thought maybe they did it to give them more more give the TVA more of a reason to come to her, mm-hmm. almost like bait to bring her to but then at the same time, like she clearly didn't think that she they were going to find her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. You know, that, that is what, yeah, I kind of wondered that too, but then I was like, maybe they did it to lure them to her. Yeah. But, and see, well, but, C20 didn't even seem to be doing anything significant when they yeah. get to the rocks cart later. She's just kind of exactly. catatonic and, and in a, in a state of shock. Doing that whole, like, you know, is this, or that it, it was real, it was real or whatever she was saying there, but mm. Yeah. I kind of wonder that too. Maybe we'll find out down the road why, why they, why they took her. Cause yeah. yeah, again, like she's been luring people there all along without having to steal anybody. So why, yeah. Why'd she need a hostage? That was kind mm-hmm. of a good point. Again, like I thought they were going to, she was like bait, but I mean, really, yeah. I don't it, know it might just be that. that. It might just be bait. I mean, maybe, but we might find out down the line, something more significant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, let me let me uh, let me find my spot again here. Um, yeah, so then drags her into the portal, and then you know we don't obviously see where they go, but then then we get to zoom back to the TVA, and we get to see this nice little scene with Loki, which I thought was really cool. The Miss Minutes like hologram. Yes, when so like, when this is when Loki is kind of doing the training videos. Yeah, exactly, and she's kind of like testing him, hopping along, like talking along with him. Mm-hmm. And is she like? You think she's like a uh, like a like a vision or not vision? Like Jarvis, like a just a a smart AI type computer or. It's it's interesting because she said he asks her, "Are you a are you a physical presence or just mm-hmm. a, vo- a disembodied voice?" And she yes. he asks something like that, and she says a, a little of both. Yeah, um, exactly. And I kind of was uh, I was reading some stuff and, and look, watching some videos, and I heard somebody mention that she isn't actually all knowing or, or or isn't actually AI, but she's aware of the conversation because she's all knowing of time. So therefore, she actually knows what Loki is going to say. So has the predetermined conversation already programmed out and planned because oh. she knows the timeline already. So she's not actually smarter AI or, or having the conversation with Loki. It's okay. just 
the program knows what the conversation was already going to be. And the conversation is already predestined and programmed into her, which I thought was kind of a cool concept and interesting. maybe difficult to grasp, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought it was really kind of cool. Like she seems like when he's like trying to hit her and like trying to, you know, yes. interrupt yeah. her, she seems kind of, I guess not surprised, but, uh, Huh, that is a weird the fact concept, that she can that she react can anticipate and, everything he's gonna say. Right. It exactly. Anticipates everything he says and like all his moves and everything and kind of sh- sh- jumps out of the way and kind of jumps into the computer. I thought that was kind of cool. But okay, but, but that makes me that gives makes me wonder a really big question. And it's not yeah. this is not one of lose big three. This is just a big question that I have right in the moment. Is no, you know what? I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna Yeah, I'm gonna ask it. It, does time move forward in the TVA? Oh, man. That's a good question. I almost think maybe it, maybe it doesn't. Maybe all these people who are working for the TVA are, like, stuck in a constant. They're not, they're not progressing in yeah. time and age. They're just kind of there doing the job. Yeah. Yeah, and and, and Mobius and or, and all them just I, I don't know. I, if I had to say, I don't think that it that it is. Hmm. I mean, he says time passes differently here, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, differently. <sighs> but does that I what does that mean? Does that mean that, they're on a constant loop? Does that mean they don't like? Do they age? Yeah, that's such a good question. It's, I don't even know how to answer it. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the the um, the Casey, the per- the person that Loki was threatening last episode. Yes, he said something like, "You know, I was basically born behind this desk, or I've lived my whole life yeah. behind this desk." So, was are, are these like TVA agents and everything in the TVA? Are they not humans? Are they not? Are they like a thing that is just? brought into being by the time lords by the by the space lizards i almost maybe thought they were like variants themselves who they chose like to oh and you know kind of like loki they chose different variants who kind of showed some kind of like maybe they could work for the tva and they're just these random variants who would have gotten shocked out of existence but they decided to keep them and use them as now maybe their I, memories are being wiped, or I, I don't as know. Crazy as all these concepts are, that makes a lot of sense when you put it that way. That they're variants. Everybody in the TVA is a variant. Yeah. That realizes, like, I guess maybe the deal is sort of like either you get obliterated with this disintegration <laughs> yeah. stick, or you work for us. You put on a tie and wear the uniform and work for us. Exactly. Like they literally pick their employees out of some random variants or something, you know? Well, maybe that's why there's all of that processing that we see, because maybe that, that dude that was raising a fuss um, and got obliterated in, in the first episode, maybe there's, maybe there's a possibility. Like if he wasn't, you know, acting all, do you know who I am and blah, blah, blah. I'm being difficult. Maybe if they realize like, okay, you're, this is, this is a variant, but it's somebody that we can work with or somebody that will apply. Yeah. Um, maybe that's how they recruit. <laughs> it, yeah, absolutely. That's kind of like the idea I had at the beginning. Mm. But then when they didn't really know what was going on, I kind of started to change my idea. But 
at the same time, maybe, I don't know, something to do with their memory. Because Loki has memory of his life prior. Yes. So, I don't know. They don't. They don't seem to anyway. So, I don't know. Hmm. I think that it's a great question. Okay. And I think we'll find, I think we'll find out. I bet that I, I wouldn't doubt if their variants kind of stuck. I like that theory. I like but, that theory. But yeah, I'll stick with that. I think that's a cool idea. All right. But um, yeah. So it then holds more, uh, it holds more water than, than my theory last week of uh, Loki is Jimmy Woo. Yeah, right, right, right. But I kind of <laughs> like that, though. <laughs> well, it hasn't, it hasn't been ruled out yet. It hasn't been proven it, Exactly, it hasn't. So <laughs> it absolutely could be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, we have the cool banter with Miss Minutes. Um, and then we find out, I know we kind of like already knew this, but we do find out that, you know, when they're basically when there's a variant and the timeline breaks, they have that certain amount of time before that line reaches the red line and once that reaches that red line they can no longer reset the timeline and i guess we go into a multiverse of madness (laughs) i don't know but uh makes a lot of sense eh (laughs) so (laughs) (laughs) so if the if the time uh minutemen if the if the the minutemen get stuck somewhere like if they so 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 they man i'm really trying to wrap my head around that they're they they only have a certain amount of time to correct or yes. prune the timeline and then and get otherwise they they can't even return to the tba if they don't i don't know that's what like, i want to know can they not return or is it they just they can still return but they're stuck with that timeline still existing but they can still go back to the TVA, but now there's like another timeline they, that they got to fuck with or they're just stuck in it or they just can't reset it. Yeah. See, there's, there's, I think there's just more to learn. Mm-hmm. It's, it's mm-hmm. complicated. It's complicated. <laughs> it's complicated, but I love it. I love it. I mean, I get, I get the whole, the whole timeline part. I just, I need a little more clarification of what the resetting thing is. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's going to all come together. I'm, I mean, I get the gist of it. You know, they're all, all the timelines, I guess, are, are, I'm, I'm not even going to get into that yet. Let's just wait okay. until we know more. <laughs> Jesus, I'm cool. going to ramble on. <laughs> so what happens You know, next? and then we find out, you know, oh, we also find out that Mobius loves jet skis which yes. is I think very cool. And I really hope he gets to fucking ride off on a jet ski at some point in this series. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, come on, this guy needs to ride off on a jet ski. Um, <laughs> and then Mobius gives Loki his TVA jacket. Mm-hmm. And he's officially in, but on the back of that jacket, he's a variant. So mm. as cool as he might think he is, he's still just a variant. And they definitely want everyone to know that. And they're, so, they're using, they're using the word superior and inferior. Like there's the superior are. Loki and, and stuff like that. Um, which is, so I think that, uh, well, I mean, you know, it's just, it's just a word. It's a useful word, but yeah, 
it immediately makes me think of Spider-Man and they, um, they, man, there was another thing that they said. I think they said something like old man Loki at some point, Mm -hmm. uh, which feels like a vague reference to the comics because in Spider-Man, in Spider-Man comics, there's a whole entire series in in the main series of Spider-Man where Doc Ock uh, pretty much switches bodies or switches brains with Spider-Man and becomes Spider-Man for a very really? long time. Yeah, this was like a main, a main, a big, big event in Spider-Man. Um, and it lasted for, for several issues. And during that run, he was called the superior Spider-Man because Doc Ock like did all these things. Like he, he was much more brutal. He had like spider bots patrolling the city. Um, he actually opened up a, like started a business because he didn't like being Peter Parker and being poor. So, <laughs> so he like made a whole, he made Peter Parker a whole lot of money. Uh, also messed up a lot of Peter Parker's personal relationships and stuff. Um, and then of course, cause it's comic books, eventually Peter Parker came back. But I think it's interesting that they're, that they are using that word and they're calling him the superior Loki. Cause it it's to me, at least to me, it's a reference to superior Spider-Man versus amazing Spider-Man or the regular Spider-Man. Oh yeah, absolutely. I also think that it's a great way to play with Loki's head. Yeah. And you know, get him. yeah, exactly. Like, Oh, how dare you think that somebody's more superior than me. Mm-hmm. And it clearly motivates him to, um, go after this variant because he wants to be the superior Loki, obviously. That's yeah, I, you know, the personality say, of a Loki. They don't say inferior, they say lesser. They call him the lesser Loki. <laughs> yes, lesser. <laughs> and he doesn't like it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, then where are we at? Another, the, the, one, the one, other, one other quick thing is uh, I, Loki does look good in this uniform and he's got the jacket... I re- did you notice the tie that he's wearing? This like skinny tie, yeah, and it has this pattern of like horizontal stripes, and then like it's almost like it, it's like a there's dots going down one side, and they branch off to the other side, and they branch off to the original side, and it's all. It, 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 I was getting this like this idea of uh, it plays into the theme of timelines and variants of timelines. Um, if oh, you go yeah. back and look and look at the tie, and I'll put po- I'll post a. A photo of it in the show notes so you can take a look at it um it kind of looks like their visual representation of timelines with variant branches oh, yeah. when they show it on their little digital displays oh yeah wouldn't doubt that at all like the solid line with the dots coming like off to the side or something yeah yeah, yeah. yeah totally yeah absolutely and i love those old style ties too that's the kind of tie i want to be wearing yeah <laughs> love it i love skinny ties i actually mm-hmm. had one when i was when i was selling cell phones i loved it yeah. <laughs> um so where are we going next here so oh, oh i uh, like how yeah. uh oh it was cool how uh they went over all the they showed all the different like variants of loki mm-hmm. and like how they can have like different powers and stuff and they had yep. like they had like the troll guy and they had uh they had like the the cyclist Loki. Um, they had a oh, they had another one that like almost he had like real horns coming out. I don't even yeah. know what he like really looked like how to explain him, but it almost looked like a Hulk Loki kind of. Yes, and then I, I think, think this there was another think, one too. But I think this I is where there was an old man Loki. 
Oh, what is it? I think so, man. I really got to go back and rewatch the episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, nice. But yeah, I do. I do think there was because that that's another reference to comics with Old Man Logan. Which, if you've seen Logan, oh. that's what that's ba- that movie is based oh, on. Yeah. The comics of like Lo- Logan as an old man. Yep. Yeah. Wolverine. Oh yeah. So moving along. Um. So after they uh, go over all the Lokis, um, now where are we at? Jesus Christ, Loki and Mobius to 1985. Oh, okay. So this is when they go back to the 1985 Renaissance Fair, like mm-hmm. the TVA. Um, and I think this is actually the part with the. Uh, but yeah, okay. So they go back to the they go back to the Renaissance Fair, and then they uh, you know go in. They're researching the scene, and Loki kind of tries to. He kind of almost tries to do this this trick to kind of get them to go out. You know, oh well, you know, you guys need to. You, you, if you go out, she, this is a trap, basically. What she's saying. Yeah. So. Now, which, which I don't think was entirely a lie. Like it was right. a trap, but what was, was his just, what was his goal though? Like was it just to stall them? Yeah. See, that's that's what I kind of couldn't pinpoint in this scene either. Like, what was he exactly trying to do here? Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe we can think of something and say it and cut all this other stuff out. <laughs> 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 um i i can't think of anything i it's i okay. mean so he goes back okay did this <laughs> there was so much complicated shit in this episode <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard to fucking follow i love it <laughs> but um so he's he's lying to them basically mm-hmm. okay so okay. they were going to leave the tent yeah. So and then they didn't. Yep. And they just disintegrate the timeline without leaving. Yeah. Yeah. So either either way, uh, Loki got them to not leave the tent, which yeah. it which means that we don't know if. Um, so basically, we don't we don't know if the variant Loki, the superior Loki, was actually laying a trap for them outside of that tent, or if there yeah. was something that was going to kill them if they left the tent. Um, we don't know if that was true. I do think when Loki Loki uh, takes Mobius aside during the scene and he tells him, you know, like I need to, I need assurance um, that uh, because now I know, now I know the variant's tactics, and I, now that means I can bring you the variant or I can cat, help catch catch them because I'm a servant of the sacred timeline now, uh, which right. is definitely trying to blow smoke up Mobius Mobius's ass, but also when he's like. You know, I need assurances that I'm not going to be disintegrated as soon as the job's done. But I also I need to speak with the the time lords, the timekeepers as yeah. soon as possible. They're in graver danger than we think. That was bullshit. That was that was <laughs> Loki just trying to get close to the timekeepers. Yeah. And I think that's kind of why Mobius was like, okay, he's bullshitting. Like right yes. after he said that, he's like, okay, he just he's trying to work me here. Yep. Yep. Mobius, yeah, yeah Mobius is definitely too smart for that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, I don't know about, uh, I, I love, I actually really like Mobius. I think that's a great character. I can't wait to, uh, I don't know. 
I think the TVA might be bad, but I don't know if Mobius is bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, like I what like would you think this is a good point to go over our Mobius? What do you think of Mobius? Yeah, it's definitely a good time to talk about Mobius. Um, Mobius is interesting. I don't. I don't want <laughs> to. I don't want to be tricked. I don't want to. I don't want to like let my guard down and say, "Yeah, Mobius. Mobius is such a good guy. He likes his salad. He likes his Jolt Cola. Yeah. He likes. Uh, he he likes jet skis. And you know, we want these good things for him. And then find out later that he's you yeah. know Mephisto or <laughs> yes, or that's Kang what the, I don't want to exactly. Or Kang like, the Conqueror or something like that. <laughs> yes. Um, no, we don't want him to be him. Right. Someone else probably is, but not him. You think you Please think somebody know. else is because I think yeah. I think this is the first time we've mentioned Kang the Conqueror yeah. and and it, you know if you're listening to this you probably um, are you already know. on the forums on the internet and you know that like that's the big talk is that Kang the Conqueror might show up in this show. Uh, Kang has been cast. This is a big spoiler for um, yes. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness that they've cast another actor from Lovecraft Country as Kang the Conqueror in that movie. I think he's supposed to be in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Oh, that might be true. That might be true. Yeah. Uh, okay, so maybe, yeah, maybe maybe both. Maybe he'll be in both. Um, but I think that, kind, and Jonathan Majors is the, as the actor that's yeah. playing him, uh, who is kind of the main character on Lovecraft Country. Uh, another good reason to watch that. Um, but I do think that kind of means Kang won't show up on this show. As many as many yeah. references and Easter eggs as there are that point to Kang the Conqueror, and like people have pointed those out, and you can you can you know you can find a lot of references. I don't think that we're actually going to see Jonathan Majors on no. the show Loki. Do you? No, I think this is definitely it's it's like a setup to the character. It's not gonna it's not gonna actually show, but it's just a setup into where the whole vibe of the show is going into his character. I think it's going to yeah. hint at it, but we're not going to see it. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I think this is setting up elements uh, that are going to help explain Kang's right. whole thing and, and all of that, which again, like the Kang is a very uh, prominent fantastic four character. Yeah. So they, which... we, these Marvel shows keep kind of hinting towards a fantastic four possibility. I did see a nice piece of news today that Fantastic Four is supposed to be the final movie in the Phase Four of MCU. Kevin Feige Ooh. said that today, I believe. Oh, so that's officially been announced. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, I saw that today on a couple MCU pages. So that's kind of cool. So I don't think Mobius is Kang. I don't think I don't think he's Mephisto either. That's that was a joke. No, yeah, <laughs> he's definitely not. <laughs> um, but I, I, man, I don't know. I, I really want to like Mobius, but I'm also, you know, maybe Mobius is tricking everybody. Maybe Mobius is a variant of Loki. Maybe Mobius. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. Because Mobius, Mobius is really trying to ingratiate himself with Ravona Renslayer, and. Yep keeps you know it's it's very flirty the whole the yeah, whole vibe like they have the a thing going is very yeah. flirty it does seem like maybe they have a thing going but it also could just be mobius is a loki variant and this is one of their tactics that they're using to get close to the timekeepers because mobius knows that ravona actually 
according to her, sees them, interacts with them, talks with them. So, um, and, but he, the way he asks her questions, it seems like, it seems like he's never done that. He's never interacted with them, right? I think that's, that. That, that's, that's, I think that's just, just great. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's, <laughs> that's genius. Yeah, that's, hmm. that's awesome. Um, I could totally see that. Totally. That, so and that's, that would, where I, that's where I land on Mobius. Yeah, and a lot of people would be totally surprised by that, but that's awesome. Um, I just would love to see him just, maybe he's a Loki variant, but he's also, at the same time, all the Lokis are going to kind of be together fighting against the TVA. That'd be dope. So instead, it's actually going to be Lokis versus the TVA. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna uh the season two of the show they're just gonna add a parentheses s so loki <laughs> loki's like loki's. alien and aliens yes and you yeah we also have to keep that in mind that there is a season two so mm-hmm. there has to be room for more stories somehow or another so and also if, if mobius was a loki variant it would help uh and not explain but it would it would be another good reason why mobius is is not easily tricked by loki why like yeah, he sees totally. right through his schemes and is like yeah mm, yeah no he's lying uh blah blah yeah. blah <laughs> and and just he's such an expert on loki too he just knows everything about him and his life and it just yep it just makes a lot of that makes so much sense hmm. it really does that yeah, and almost he almost compliments him sometimes, like mm-hmm. you know, you know, he's like, you know, I'm smart, and he's like, I know you are, you know, whatever he says there, but you know, like, it's all coming together. That makes so much sense. Yeah, yeah. it's a good character. I like, yeah, I love that. So, yeah. So, so they, so, so at the end of the Ren Fair thing, they end up just they decide we're not going after C twenty. That is what the variant wants us to do. Um, we're also not going to listen to this Loki that's here with us, um, even though he does prevent them from going outside of the tent. But ultimately, they just make the call. I think Hunter B-15 makes the call that yeah. we're just going, we're going back. We're going back to the TVA. We're going to regroup. Yeah. And then, uh, so yeah, we head back to the TV and then we, we see that little, you know, kind of flirty scene with, you know, Mobius and Ren Slayer. Yeah, when he when he puts the yeah. drink down and it's making rings on the coffee yeah. table. <laughs> yep, absolutely. So you can totally almost see like they kind of have a past. Um, when they come back to the when they come back to the TVA after the Ren Fair, um, is that the whole sequence when when Mobius kind of like put puts Loki to work and like has him yeah. you know hey sit That's at this desk go over every file pretend your life depends list. on it. Yeah, I have Loki studying. Mobius tells Loki to research his variants and then Loki stumbles upon the destruction of Asgard. Yeah. Yeah. Which um, I had some questions in the moment, but the, the episode answered them moments later. I was wondering, you know, cause it seemed like from his reaction, he was surprised that this happened, but I was like, nobody, but he, he watched all of this happen. He saw this was part of his, uh, summary that he got to watch in the first episode of everything that could have happened to him or would have happened to him in the future. So he wasn't surprised about Ragnarok. It was just him I think having when you're this realization. It, yeah, you know, you're seeing it again. You're seeing the actual document of the official 
transcript of the event. And I think it just, of course, it's, he only just found out, uh, you know, what, like yesterday in the timeline of the show or whatever. So, I mean, it's still, yeah, it's still a, an emotional thing on his mind, you know? So, and I think it was the number too. Like when he, when he saw like the number of people, it was like almost 10,000 Asgardians yeah. were killed. I think that kind of hit him hard, like seeing that in black and white on paper in an official document. Exactly. And now it kind of, it just hits home more and now it's real. It's like, Oh, Oh shit, this is real. You know, this, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I, I saw it, but now I see the documents. It's, it's a, it's a real thing. It happened. My whole planet and people are gone. Did you find that interesting that all of Asgard is like 10,000 people when considering that all of earth is like 7 billion people? Yeah. I thought that that was kind of a very small amount, but then I, kind of when they show the shots of Asgard when they're approaching it, it's always like this like kind of small, like flat earth looking like <laughs> a disc a disc world. Yeah, I guess exactly. that makes sense. And if they're and if they're all basically gods, I guess that does make sense. Like it's easy to make, you know, it's easier to make an ant than a human and it's easier to make a human than a demigod. So Yeah. Absolutely. There's just more of them. Um, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. So, well, now um, there's a, now there's not even ten thousand. Now there's five thousand because because uh, half of them are Thanos gone. Killed because at the beginning of uh, Infinity War, Thanos killed. They were on two ships, right? And Thanos took out one yes. of the ships. He took out half of them. Yes. Yeah. Now, when he, I was wondering when Thanos went and snapped, did the other half of the other the places he's already killed half of them? Or, or is he like, you know what, if I've already killed half your planet, <laughs> you're good. But <laughs> it's a good question because yeah. it, it really ties into this whole thing of like, how indiscriminate is it? Because we, I, I think we talked about this during WandaVision. It, it doesn't necessarily mean like half of New Jersey versus like half <laughs> right. of Texas. Like it's just half of everything right. and everyone. And so that if could mean of, all of New Jersey gets t- wiped right. out because that doesn't even add up to half of America. So it's so could be if like, half of if he's already wiped out half of Asgard, you know, maybe the other half is just coming out of some other place. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of problems <laughs> you know? with a lot of problems with Thanos's plan. <laughs> oh man, I could you could think about this for yeah, you could pick yeah. you could pick all the plot holes out forever, but it's we'll, we'll save that we'll save yeah. that for the end game podcast. We'll save, yes, exactly. But I just every time it comes up, I think of some something. Yeah. Um but the whole thing about the destruction of, of Asgard brings us to the point that Loki figures out where the variant could be hiding. Yes, which is really which clever. Did, very clever and i like it which is basically if there's an incoming apocalypse you can do whatever you want right before it happens because everyone and everything is going to be destroyed and dead so it doesn't make a difference so it's a perfect place for somebody who's trying to hide out in time to hide out without creating additional timelines i thought that was pretty cool because it's true yeah it's very yeah it's very very clever (laughs) Yeah, and uh, and it was awesome. The whole uh, uses the whole salad metaphor, you know, which is funny and silly and dumb at the same time, but it was great. Yep. You know, and I this love is where it. Uh, this is where that Boku you were talking you were talking about Boku last week. Yes. This is where he uses that. 
with Richard Lewis was in the commercials. <laughs> it's Richard Lewis from Murphy Brown? Uh, well, I think it was from like Larry David show, uh, Richard Lewis, Richard Lewis. I mean, I don't know how the guy with the mullet, I don't know how else to describe it. Uh, yeah, I'm looking him up right now. He was in Robin Hood Men in Tights. He was Prince John. Um, he, was the, he was like the king and his mole kept moving. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. He, uh, he was on a lot of episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm. I guess I haven't seen that. Yes, that's what I meant when I said Larry David. But yeah, mm. Curb Your Enthusiasm. He was he was on that for most of most seasons. I just watched Curb Your Enthusiasm for the first time. It was yeah. great. Uh, yeah, I'd never seen it. <laughs> I do not know why I thought this dude was in Murphy Brown. I have, I don't even know who I'm thinking of, uh, but it definitely wasn't him. I am Ryan. I am all over the place. This episode is brought to you by White Claw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it turns out it doesn't help you it think. <laughs> cheers, cheers though <laughs> it's gonna be a fun one. Oh my goodness it has been so far i'm so confused i'm all over the place <laughs> but we're gonna we're gonna get there care, we're gonna get man. through it i think it's great every now and then you're gonna have a shit fest of a show <laughs> <laughs> no no it's great it's great let's keep moving uh <laughs> So, uh, so they go to Pompeii. Oh, yeah. So because Loki wants to test out his theory. Mm-hmm. So he's like, please bring me, you know, and he's like, you know, OK, let's go. So they go to Pompeii. OK, yep. he does the thing in, you know, and uh, he uh, he you know, makes a scene. You know, he lets the goats out and, uh, you know, he says some funny thing, you know, be free, my horned friends. you know starts saying all these things about how the volcano is gonna blow up and they're all just like oh like what and then you know of course in the background (laughs) you see pompeii start to blow up and of course everything they say and do is gonna have no effect because they're all gonna be dead so they can't tell anyone or change timeline or nothing like that so I what's, think that the theory is proven correct, Lou. What's Loki's thing with horns? Like, well, what is his, what's he, his deal? Well, because it's part of, like, him. He's, like, you know, the horned fucking mischief god, so... But that's, like, that's just a helmet that he wears. Why does he choose to wear a helmet that's designed with gigantic ram horns? Like, what's what makes him... Well, I almost think that those ram horns signify like power. Okay. Like when you have horns, mm-hmm. you're powerful. Your big okay. horns, you're powerful. It's just in history and in animal kingdom and everywhere, big horns, big power. I yep. think that that's, okay. it comes down to the basics. Yeah. If I got big horns, I will beat the shit out of you with my horns. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I guess that's it. All that's right. it that's that's what like what do you think i don't know it's uh because it's a it's a choice like he could he could wear he could wear a helmet that looks like anything um yeah and it and you know he there are times where he like we see him literally manifesting it around himself or like taking it off and it just sort of mm-hmm. like just the horns kind of like disappear or, like uh, compact compact into the helm um yeah 
it's just, yeah, it's interesting. And like, I, I wasn't thinking about it until he freed the goats and said, be free my horned friends. Like they're, <laughs> yes. like they're his brothers. Like they're, you know, like he sees some yeah. sort of um, brotherhood with these goats. <laughs> yeah, because they have horns and because he does. Yeah. And I, I think it, it uh, my, my opinion is I really do think that it comes down to power. Yeah. You got horns, you got power. Okay. Yeah. And these, these goats are powerful beings. Okay. Don't ever yeah. underestimate a goat. All right. They will, they will eat your trash. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, so then of course they realize that this is totally a legit plan and Loki variant could very well be hiding out in apocalypses. And um, I think they're going to uh, check out this plan. Mm-hmm. All right. Then we're gonna we're gonna come back to the TVA. Mm-hmm. We don't see them leave Pompeii, but of course we assume they get out safely. And yeah. uh, they're in uh, looks like like a cafeteria or something in the t- in the TVA. So Mobius loves jet skis. Yeah. Okay. So mentions how they're like a peak of the '90s, and then mm-hmm. it seems like he loves things from the '90s. Yeah. He likes if you notice the Josta. Josta. Is Josta a real thing? Yeah, I think it's Pepsi's kind of version of like the jolt. Um, and then. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. The first energy drink ever introduced by a major U.S. beverage. Look at that. Nice. I don't know why and I don't remember both. it. I'm like, I'm like a candy, like soda fiend. I don't know why <laughs> I've never like Josta escaped my radar. It came out in, uh, or it was discontinued in 1999. Wow, so like it lasted that long? Holy 95, shit. Yeah, 95 to 99. I guarantee that like you. Sur- that's like when Surge was popular and stuff. I guarantee you're going to start seeing Josta in stores, like at least at least for like oh, as a yeah. promotional tie-in for It'll the next like few months. It'll be like a special. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, it seems like he likes the 90s because of the Josta, the Boku, mm-hmm. and he jet skis and he mentions the 90s now they they're like the peak of their performance or something in the night he says something like that which is like like form and function sort of yeah uh, had this perfect marriage and and it it peaked with the jet ski the invention of the jet ski technically the boku was not his it was casey's but it but it is like uh, you're right like it seems like mobius does have a thing for the 90s right right it gets brought into the conversation involving him so uh, yeah you know but um yeah so casey casey's the man too by the way (laughs) oh yeah then they go over what he'll do like when time ends Mm -hmm. and he basically yeah i don't know how to word this properly this is when they're talking about free will yeah yeah and they says basically people basically only people in the tva have free will only people in the tva yeah, and that's, well, basically what Loki says. So pretty much people here in the TVA are the only ones who actually have free will because we're not in a timeline that's predestined by the timekeepers. But you were talking about Miss Minutes earlier and how she can, she's apparently had this conversation with Loki before, like millions of times or an infinite number of times, right? Um, and oh. so she knows what he's going to say. She anticipates the whole thing. I don't, I didn't read the whole, I didn't read the same explanation that you did, but like no, if, but that, that's, that's a good that's, point. Then. If that's true, then 
they don't have they're, any free will. Like they're not, yeah. they're stuck in a loop that Miss Minutes yeah. can anticipate so I, anytime. So I would say ditch that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true. That did not happen. Fuck that guy. And mm-hmm. uh, basically, yeah, I think that uh, maybe it is the only. No, no, it's not. Nope, it's not the only place where there's free will. I'm telling you, I think that this is all bullshit. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I agree too. I don't think that the I don't think anybody in the TVA really has. Free yeah, will. it's it's all going to come down to this whole everything in the TVA. This is all just some it's going to be, there's going to be some bullshit to it. Some mm-hmm. explanation, cover up something behind it, you know, of course. Yeah. You know, but yeah. So yeah, that's, that's it. So fuck that whole thing. Cause that's the case. Yeah. That is what I, happened with TVA is a bunch of fucking bastards. <laughs> yeah. And that is, that is going to tie into one of my big three questions. So I'm going to oh, reserve boy. my, I have more thoughts on that than I'm going to reserve until later. All right. All right. Cool. Um, so then, you know, he points out how fucking, how silly Loki's existence is. You know, he comes from this magical land with frost giants and mm-hmm. la la la. And, and how, if you, you think know. about the origin of anybody's existence, it just right. absolutely, absurd. if you think about human existence too long, it's like, wait, so we're just like, it, it just goes all the way back to like, oh, we were things that crawled out of the ocean. And before that we were just yeah. amoeba. And before that. We were just space space dust that collided into other space dust. It's it's crazy and over the top when you think about it for too long to its logical beginning, exactly. I guess, rather than conclusion. Yeah. yeah. He's sitting here trying to trying to get Mobius to explain it. It's like, dude, you know, no. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, the, the only thing that's real is chaos. <laughs> exactly. And then uh and then then once everything's done they're all gonna meet at the end of time peacefully and happily right and do what like yeah and no one is no one is no one bad is ever truly bad and no one good is ever truly good agree with that yeah that's a a true statement a lot of the other stuff mobius is saying is absolutely untrue like the or it's it's surprising that he even believes in this illusion that oh yeah we're all going to meet up in this glorious beautiful time when time ends but then what if there's no time how are you perceiving what's happening right it's a whole my my brain is going way too far (laughs) yeah it's almost it's almost as uh, silly as religion I mean, you can cut that out if you want. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all right. Let's isolate all of our, all of my listeners. But yeah. So now, knowing that, and then we go into this, then Mobius and Loki use the pl- kablooey gum to pinpoint the event variant Loki is hiding. Yeah, okay. okay. So, okay. so they, they have a conversation about kablooey gum and they realized like that what that wasn't invented until what like t- late 2048 yes. or something it, like it was sold in the 40s right it was sold between like 2047 and 2052 or something so right they go in and they find any event apocalyptic event between those times and it's interesting that there's multiple multiple apocalyptic yeah. events like in like a 5 year span there's like a bunch like yeah. wow that's Things are going to get fucked up. 
Well, they yeah, they meant they make allusions to like envi- environmental disasters, which I mean, by all accounts, that is where in the real world we're heading is, you know, within within a generation or two, the environment is just going to be uh, just ravaged by a shit our, test. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So. uh so yeah, they find the, uh, the the time to go back to is uh, this 2050 event in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that happens in the future that we don't know about yet. Yep. But uh, it's Alabama, a, uh, where they are wearing the same fashion as we're wearing today in 2020. Yeah, of course, <laughs> nothing has changed except a digital name tag. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's about it. But everyone's still wearing a t-shirt and jeans and like the same kind of style yeah. of clothing. <laughs> Yeah, they 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 still look as dumb as me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so then they decide they're gonna head over to the 2050 Alabama Rocks Cart. Is mm-hmm. that what we call it? Is this Rocks Cart? This, yeah. yeah. So this is apparently mega, some like mega, mega store. store in the future, but it, mm-hmm. you know, um, I don't know if it has something to do with Marvel in in general, but. Maybe all you Marvel experts out there know, but um, and then here's the part two where they zoom in and and the you know it's all raining. There's a hurricane and Loki's going into the store and he kind of like looks up at the sky and turns around. You got to check it out. It's like it seems like he's looking for something. It's it's, it's odd. Maybe he's just looking around. Maybe he thinks Thor's gonna fly down. I don't know. Hmm. But um, so then we get Loki using his magic. Yep. For the first time in the whole series, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he uses it to dry himself off, which is pretty hilarious, you know, <laughs> which I think is awesome. Is he actually drying himself off or is he projecting a dry Loki on top of a wet Loki? I had the same question because it doesn't make sense to me because my the conclusion that I came to because I thought the same thing yeah was, the conclusion I came to was why would he care why would why would he if he's not going to be comfortable why would like why would he care that he looks dry yeah so he must I I think he's using magic to dry himself I mean if he me can too. do all that other stuff like he can't dry himself off. Um, Which, Ryan, I'm going to throw this at you. I think it's another Back to the Future reference, specifically Back to the Future 2, when uh, Marty has the self-drying clothes <laughs> when he gets to the future. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. I thought the exact same thing. Like, yeah. Yep. The drying off scene. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, definitely, I think we see a few more things aspects of his magic mm-hmm. and then two later in this same scene i mean i don't want to s- jump too far ahead but maybe we should just continue on but um basically this is when we come to the loki at, at mobius and Hunt, uh what is it hunter b15 yep i get all the numbers i'm getting the numbers c20s b15 mm-hmm. all right b15 and loki go off and then they run into this fella shopping for plants in oddly in the middle of a uh, apocalyptic hurricane well they're which, having an apocalypse uh, you know, sale 50 percent off 
oh yeah well you know solid deal <laughs> yeah. mean, what the hell it's good so it's good to see it's good to see that in this in this uh dystopian future capitalism is still doing great still and it never, it's, it's, it's never going anywhere <laughs> <laughs> so you know this dude's trying to buy a nice plant for his home clearly and mm-hmm. uh loki and b15 walk up clearly you know she asks him is this is this you? Uh, you know, and he's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's like, is. well, I, I, it could be. I, I would probably have worn a suit, but it could be me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's awesome. And so, basically, that's the point where Loki then touches Hunter B fifteen, mm-hmm. and variant Loki transfers into B fifteen Hunter. Hunter B-15. So then she is possessed. And then, you know, we have a nice little uh, Loki and Barry and Loki have a nice little talk. Like, oh, is it me? Yes, it's me. You know, like, they Mm -hmm. have a nice little talk together, which is fun. Um, And then we we see the scene where um, they they run into Hunter C-20. Yes. That's that one? Okay, C-20. And then, you know, she's like, you know, she's doing the it's real, it's real thing, which we don't at this time know, have any idea what that really means. But what did she see? That's what I like. What do you think? Like, and she keeps saying, I want to go home. Right. Yeah. So, like, I, do you think like she took her maybe to see some crazy things apocalyptic wise in the future or I don't know. I, I don't really know either. I just wondered if maybe you had a thought, but I don't I don't have a solid thought, but I do I do think that this variant Loki is a few steps ahead of of let's say our Loki, like our 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 boy Loki. Yeah. Um yeah. our friend Loki. And yeah. <laughs> if he is if he is a friend. And <laughs> um I I think that that I think that man, okay, so this is very layered. I think when Loki during the Ren Fair was saying, don't fall for it, they took C20 as as bait. They took, you know, they took her because they want they want us to follow her. Yeah. Um, and it's a trap or whatever. I think that this variant Loki knew that they would think that, that that Loki would past Loki or friend Loki would think. Um, yes, uh, they're going to assume it's a trick, but that's, but Loki, like our friend Loki even has a whole bit about this in this episode. Like the great thing about being a trickster is that people assume you're a trickster or assume that you're pulling a trick and you can use that to your advantage when you're actually pulling a trick. Um, so I think that, I think that ultimately variant Loki did not take C20 as bait. Um, it was definitely part of her plan that it would look that way. But I think that what she right. was actually doing was taking C20 somewhere to show her some kind of truth that variant Loki has discovered and something about the timekeepers or something about the sacred timeline or something that, that basically, basically calls the entire existence of the TVA into question. And C20 uh. is having this existential crisis because the, the truth has been shared with C20 by variant Loki. Oh, I think that's great. You're so good at, you're just so good at just breaking these things down. I have to say, <laughs> thanks. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. I wish I had I, more of like a solid idea of what that was, but 
Um, yeah. But again, actually, this this also like this whole theory also ties into one of my one of Lou's big three questions. So maybe I'll maybe we'll revisit that when we get to LB three. All right, cool. LB three. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus, LB three scares me. And <laughs> branding. We're trying to get these advertisers. <laughs> Come on, White Claw. Come on, Jersey Mike's. Oh, man. Oh, we'll get him. We'll get him. Don't worry. <laughs> White Claw's my boys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, <laughs> so oh B15. Uh, so, B15 and, and Loki run into, I think, Randy. Um, who this is it it is interesting that Randy is this employee of this rocks cart and even though there's a whole room full of like survivors that are huddling for safety because there's this impending ecological disaster coming in Randy's still on the clock like this yeah. is because we see Randy a few moments before he gets possessed he's on the clock he's like hey is there anything I can help you with and I my, my soul died a little bit when that yeah. happened because I was like because I work in retail and I, and I was yeah. like Oh God, I can't imagine if I had to, if I still had to be clocked in during oh, the impending apocalypse when everybody knows like we're about to die. If the company's still like, nope, you, you do not get to huddle in the disaster room with everybody else. I would be long gone. The minute yeah. the first wind blew a rock or a tree through the window, <laughs> I'd be in my car down the fucking highway <laughs> out of there. Everybody, please evacuate and hide under the desks. I'd be just... I'd probably be the first one dead because I didn't follow the rules, actually. I would yeah. drive right into a tornado. <laughs> oh, I swear to God, I can outride it. <laughs> Yo, I could run faster than that thing, and I'm like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh. Oh, but anyways, but back to reality anyways. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, shit. So so the variant changes to Randy, okay? What is uh, what does Thanos say? Uh uh it's, it's 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 frightening. It turns the legs to jelly. You dread it, you run from it, but destiny arrives all the same. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Uh so why is this so hard today? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Don't this is a crazy know. episode, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I think variant. I think variant Lou went back and erased all my memories <laughs> of watching the episode. <laughs> oh man, it's all right. I'm not on my game either. So, um, hunt. Yeah, they run into Randy, and then B15 transfers their Lokiness into Randy. Randy. Okay, so we're inside Randy. Okay, Variant changes to Randy. Loki asks Variant to take over Timekeepers with... Okay, so she takes over... Variant Loki takes over Randy. Okay? And then this is when our Loki tries to convince uh, Randy slash Variant Loki to join him because Mm -hmm. his plan all along has been to take over the timekeepers. Right. So she asked Randy, Randy kind of is like Randy slash variant Loki. Um, kind of is like, uh, no, I'm not doing that. You know, basically he has his, 
she, they have their own plan. Mm -hmm. So the variant turns Loki down. Says, mm -hmm. No, no, this is not going to happen. Um, and then, oh, we, the key here is to find, too, when C20, they find C20, she's going, it's real, it's real. She actually told the variant Loki how to reach the timekeepers. Right. So that's a key thing to remember here. So they now know, or, yeah, Loki now knows how to find the timekeepers. Mm -hmm. So this is very dangerous for everybody. And then... Um, Basically, as you know, at this point, she has all of the reset capsules that she has set up throughout the store and, and, and uh, stolen from the TVA over all these different, you know, missions where she lured them in, lured them in, stole all the capsules. And now she's sending them to all these random times. I mean, what was there like? I mean, 50 to 100 of, of different timelines. Mm, yeah, that's I don't, a lot. You know, yeah. but basically drops them in and the whole timeline goes into some crazy madness. Mm -hmm. And I think we're going to have the multiverse of madness. And then, ah. <laughs> you know, it makes sense. Right. Okay. And then she, she, you know, puts her portal in, hops in, Mobius comes chasing after Loki, like, Oh my God. And Loki's like, shit, I'm jumping in with variant Loki. Yep. Follows her. And then Mobius is like, oh, door closes. <laughs> Boom. We're going to the next episode of just complete madness. Yep. Complete madness. But also, I think I think it's going to be interesting that we're going to see like the two Lokis together. The Val Loki, Val Loki, variant yeah. Loki and friend <laughs> yes. Loki. We're going to see them together. And it'll be like, do you think we're going to see other Lokis? Because I do. Yes, and I really hope we do. I hope we see some like really fun, inventive, yes. creative Lokis. Yeah, and I I almost think maybe we're gonna have Lokis teaming up mm -hmm. and fighting enough, but be more the TVA and the Timekeepers are gonna be what's the bad guy. I mean, is this? <laughs> you know, I think it's gonna be something along those lines. Who who in the TVA is bad and what? I don't know exactly. Mm -hmm. I want I want my boy Mobius to be good, but I don't know. Yep. Why don't we move on to lose big three? Because because that's a good setup for one of my big questions. Cool. All right, Ryan. Uh, do you remember the theme song that you sang last week for lose big three? Fucking no. <laughs> 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 lose big three it's you and me we're gonna have fun with lose big three <laughs> is that it oh fuck it wasn't but i'm really glad like i'm really glad i asked because now that's gonna be that's gonna be a that's a variant uh that i'm gonna use um tell you what i'm gonna <laughs> that's fucking great i'm gonna isolate that audio and use that but uh, give me just a second, because I'm also going to play something for you. Okay. Did you hear any of that or no? I heard no? nothing, no. Lovely. All right. Um, so <laughs> whatever. Your new one Your new one was great, but it was like... 
<laughs> Lose big three. Uh, all right. Anyway, forging ahead. We're going to make it, Ryan. We're going to make it through this episode. Um, yeah. We're going to do some editing and get that theme song that you just sang. It's <laughs> victory. All right, Ryan. <laughs> Lose big three. Lose big three. Lose big three. It's you and me. We're going to have fun with Lose big three. First Big question. Um, I don't even know if this is a big question at this point, but is the variant Loki that we see in this episode, is that Loki, like, just like, I, like, I'm Loki and I just wanted to see what it, I would just want to experience life as a woman. Like, and he just, that's why it's this other actress playing, uh, playing Loki. Um, yeah. Or, or is it like, I don't know, is there something more to it than that? I think that um, I think it's actually another version of Loki that is female as the main uh, uh, hmm. yeah I uh, I don't know I don't know because is there so I guess like the bigger thing that i'm asking with this question is is there an origin point at which a bunch of loki variants were created or are there multiple points in the sacred timeline where variant loki branched off and was created like would would like is there a loki that like there's a variant where odin never found loki loki as a baby and loki just grew up in the in jotunheim is there like, you know, is there, is there that version of, or is there like this one central point um, that we saw where he takes the Tesseract and from there, all of the variants were created? I think there's just naturally a whole bunch of Lokis. Okay. In the I like that better. Yeah, yeah. I like that better. Yeah. Like so there, we literally like frost yeah. Loki. Right. There just are different versions of Loki naturally. I, I don't think like I don't think it's are you trying to say it's like one variant who is disguising himself as this different versions of Loki or yeah like I really I really want to see what leads to like the Hulk Loki what leads to the, right you know what right. leads to the old man Loki what leads to all these I other feel variants. like they're actually like straight real versions of Loki who are like that opposed to opposed. I, I don't know. As opposed I believe, to Loki shape-shifting into different Right. Forms yes. They're, and, they're like naturally Loki, not, not a, the same Loki projecting different versions of himself. Okay. I guess is that the best way I can describe it? Like yeah, they're think, naturally yeah. like, okay. Like that, the troll like Loki that we saw, right. like that's right. his actual, that's his natural version. That's like, what, that's like if he grew up on Jotunheim, Odin never found him like that kind of thing. Right. Like that's okay. just how he turned out in that variant. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like that explanation. I think that's possible. I think we'll find out more. I think in the next few episodes, yeah. we'll probably like that, that question well, I, will probably be answered. I just a bit like more. to feel like, like, the the world like 
in the alternate timeline, the world he grew up in or his, or the circumstances surrounding him made him have different physical looks or versions mm-hmm. of him. Like, you know, just how he was raised or, or just, I don't know, it's so hard to explain because of multiple universe type stuff. Like just, oh, well, Ho- Loki just happens to be a troll in this universe or right. I, I, don't, I don't know how, you know, I don't know how else to explain it. It's, I don't think it's him magically creating a, a, a fake costume. Variant <laughs> costume, yeah. Yeah, yeah because, because there yeah. are like central there are unified traits of all of the Lokis, but right. just just certain individual things about them or certain Yeah, I think there's variances. certain physical physical traits that are different because of just certain butterfly effect and circumstances. Right. Right, yeah. exactly, exactly. Okay. There you go. Butterfly, just how things started from the beginning of time and how he changed how he just looks like this because that's how it happened. <laughs> you know? second, but yeah. second question. Lose big three. Number two, are the time Ooh. lizards, the timekeepers, the tire, I'm going to call them time lizards. Are yes. they Loki variants? Oh, that's a good question. But no, I don't think so. Why not? Because I just, I think, Honestly, since you mentioned, I think that it's a really cool idea and I like it, but I feel like they're going to be some kind of, God damn it. Why do you always have to come up with these great ideas? (laughs) (laughs) Lose big three brought to you by White Claw. (laughs) Yeah, man. Damn, son. I actually really like that. Yeah. You're so it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to. It's hard to argue against it, right? Yeah, exactly. You just said that, and I'm like, "Damn, dude." There's no evidence that they're not. There's no evidence that they there's are. No but there's evidence no evidence that, that they're, they're not. not. But like, I was kind of going with a King the Conqueror type thing or something, but mm-hmm. like he's the main one, maybe, and or something. I don't know. Because we're talking about Loki's coming together. Loki's forming a team. And there's yeah. three of these Loki variants. We do, we only see statues of them, and they're doing these mm-hmm. like each one's doing like a different Doctor Strange kind yeah. of hand hand uh, position. But like we, as far as we know, they might not even be real. They might be just yeah. a manifestation of the TVA to keep everyone in line and and you know to keep things running. They might just be a, a shared manifestation or yeah. or illusion, but. Having what them is? be some kind of a god or something or not exist at all was kind of where I was going. But when you, you mentioned the, that they, they could be in and of themselves Loki variants, that's mm-hmm. really fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Well, let's see where that I goes. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. What's big three, baby? Lose big three. Number three. Did the TVA agents get uh, vacation days? Um, no. No. The reason being, they have nowhere to fucking go. They have everywhere to go. They have all the time, literally all the time in the world, don't they? I guess they do. Like, why but can't Mobius I keep, okay. I don't get on think a jet they ski? Vacations because, okay. But, okay, here's, here's where we're at. Okay. Yeah. 
lower end employees like Casey probably not getting vacations because he didn't even Definitely know what a, he didn't know what a fish was. Yep. So he's, he's never, not he, going he has, anywhere. Casey has never left the TVA, which is a very yes. sinister implication of the TVA. Someone like Mobius, I think he's had more experience than Casey, but at the same mm-hmm. time, he loves jet skis, which is kind of a simple common thing on earth. And if mm-hmm. you're going to anywhere in a time period to be on vacation, you can easily find a jet ski. So, right. and he says that he, he says that he's never been on one. So mm-hmm. I kind of think maybe, no, I don't think they do get vacations. I don't think so either. And it's, it's, it's crazy that they don't, it's crazy that they can't, they, it's, it's, it, it feeds into my, my overarching theory of the TVA that they are created by something for a purpose yes. that they're not, even though we see them eating and drinking, I don't think that they necessarily need to, I don't think that they're actually human beings. I don't, I think there's some sort of constructs and mm. they serve a very specific yeah. purpose but I don't think that they are living organic beings. Like you think they're like magic or robots? Maybe. Robots maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I guess robots would make sense. If they were robots, that would justify this whole thing. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, wait, 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 because I was going to mention this episode um, featured another robot. It was the robot dogs. <laughs> that's that's uh, Loki gets when Loki is fighting after Randy transfers into like some other dude oh, yes. and that dude, like this big dude is like throwing him around and kicking him across the floor. Um, yep. He gets kicked into this like pile of robot dogs yeah. and one of them like comes up to him and like nudges his nose against him. So we got a robot in this episode. Absolutely. So we are still on theme. We can still keep what covering I'm really the show. waiting for it. I'm waiting for a dinosaur. Yeah, man. Well, they went back to 75 AD. They saw Pompeii. Yeah. yeah. Um, we got to see they're talking, about, they're talking about hiding in extinction events. No, has there been a bigger apocalypse yeah. than when the dinosaurs went extinct? No, so that's yeah. a good place for a variant Loki to go hide. The show be, it's very possible the show could could. I bring think us we're there. gonna get it. Oh man, I want it. <laughs> yeah, and then I don't know. Have you seen Pixar's The Good Dinosaur? I have not. It's one of it's one of the like less appreciated Pixar movies. Like almost nobody yes. has uh, ever talks about it. But the basic premise of that movie is um, a media the meteor that killed the dinosaurs misses Earth by like a fraction, like a hair, and so the dinosaurs survive. And then sixty five million million years later, dinosaurs are still around, and they sort of have their own culture. They farm like the T Rexes are like cowboys, and they have. They raise <laughs> livestock. It's very interesting. It's a cool idea. Yeah. So maybe yeah, like Loki it. will tie in now that uh, Marvel and, and Disney, Pixar, they're all under the same umbrella. Maybe Loki is going to tie in to the good dinosaur. And I don't know if you've heard the whole like Pixar unifying theory. That's a whole thing. We don't have time to get into that. But, it's, um, <laughs> but it could be this whole entire crazy thing where they're it's all connected, man. Loki, yeah. Avengers. Toy Story, Monsters, Inc. It's all connected, man. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Oh, man. Oh, goodness. Well, uh, this was fun. Um, 
I am. This was a blast. <laughs> it was a blast. This episode, we were all over the place. I think we 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 got we talked about some interesting stuff though. I'm gonna have a lot of editing of to do. Of course, <laughs> it's gonna be okay. I'm not gonna cry. I'm not gonna cry. I'm not gonna cry. Um, <laughs> uh, so, do you have any any final thoughts on Loki episode 102, the variant, or any pr- maybe predictions about next week's episode before we wrap up? I don't have anything crazy significant. I just, uh, I really can't wait to see Loki chasing Loki around through multiverses. And I can't wait to see him take on the TVA, baby. Wow. All right. Thank you for listening. And we will see you next week for more Loki. Hell yeah, babe. See you next week. Love you. I'm just a bill on Capitol Hill. from Chromatica, home of Lady Gaga, liberator of kindness punks, mother of little monsters, tricon of the ages. We are her best fans with a mission to create a podcast celebrating our hero. Broadcasting straight from Chromatica. This podcast is about Lady Gaga for Lady Gaga, but anyone can listen. It doesn't matter if you love him or capital H-I-M. Prove your stupid love. Ace the art pop quiz. Put your paws up. And download the Chromaticast wherever you get your podcasts. Join us every other Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific for our live tapings at twitch.tv slash apocalypse podcast network.